listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Message recorded. Lessons be stored This mental's courage like lentil porridge. Nasty, massy. Be the last G from medical text to class me. Ask me if I had to grip my pad. The rips I grab would rip and stab. The kids that sag, the shit that strap is flavorless and reckless. Your best disbehavior gets. I play the hits, display the shits. A razor gets played a miss. A later splits a feeling that I made you hit. A really fat I gave the kids when I punched them. I crunch men at a function hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast y'all's rod and karen and we're in the house on a tuesday mm-hmm. that's correct um ready to uh do some podcasting as soon as karen reconnects to the chat room I'm um, not connected. I'm here. i don't know show me you're not connected so am i not connected oh i see me i can refresh no then if they can see you then it's good i don't know why that happened as soon as i clicked on the chat room uh at any rate okay. now i went away okay, oh I'm i guess i was just ahead of the curve on that right one. it must have been a delay uh at any rate you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search leave us five star reviews if we uh like them we'll read them on the air and if we don't like them uh we'll just pretend that they didn't happen the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is uh brought to you by nobody it's just us really. um <laughs> uh so let's just get right into it okay all kinds of stuff is happening um i guess i have a couple random thoughts uh i could get into I okay know people been digging those lately so i'll try to give you a couple things that's been on my mind it's only a few um what was aaron hernandez's wonderlick score like the nfl wow. draft just passed and they make such a big deal out of that wonderlick shit that shit don't mean nothing they're like oh just, you can't draft them if you get a bad wonderlick score what are you gonna and they pick and it always leaks even though people take it every like they have obvious uh security issues with the information if i was if i was a player i probably would tell them i'm not taking that test because if you do bad they leak it to the press and then people make jokes about you being stupid even though none of us is taking a fucking wonderlick score before and even though the only thing they're asking you to do is to play football um none of us took that wonderlick test we don't even really know what's on it nope but they're asking you to play football not go out and you know uh be a fucking rocket science scientist but yet we want to feel it it, it, a lot of people get to feel it like their envy and their jealousy gets to feel fulfilled because they're like look at him he's so stupid all he can do is play football and they're just jealous of these kids that are making getting ready to make millions of dollars uh out of college and that's the one place where joe blow joe six-pack gets to feel superior to these athletes um so i always go well, what's the big deal with the wonder league score and if you say that it doesn't it seems like it's not a big deal people get oh no no you go well low, well, low wonder league score you sorry you terrible even though the guy we know who has the highest is uh ryan fitzpatrick and that dude is terrible um like he's a middle middling quarterback at best so um I just want to know what is Aaron Hernandez's Wonderlick score? What's OJ's? Come on. What's Roethlisberger's? What was Greg Hardy's Wonderlick score? I'm just saying, if it matters so much. Um, another quick one. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop should have been called Detroit Cop in Beverly Hills. <laughs> you don't believe me? Go back and watch it, guys. 
he was not a beverly hills cop for a long time mm-hmm. um i was at the ymca today uh going in to play basketball and i parked next to this dude and got out the car and we started talking a little bit on the way in and stuff and he was you know he was talking about um politics and whatnot and he was asking me did i watch cnn last night and um i was like i don't really watch cable news anymore he's like oh it's cool he's like you know trump is crazy doing a bunch of stuff um white dude um and you know it was pretty cool conversation and we got um into the door and then he hopped inside his mom's stroller white people stop putting these grown-ass kids in these strollers okay i'm just saying it's too much it's too far like how old is too old for white people to put a baby in a stroller because getting out of control is what i'm saying okay that dude was breaking down his 401k to me and then he hopped his ass right in that stroller and his mom pushed him into the basketball court Mm-mm. i'm just saying it's kind of ridiculous guys Something wrong with that picture. make those babies walk um and lastly on facebook i discovered that they have a marvel guardian of the galaxy filter oh yeah they had this thing called facebook stories all right and uh it has different filters like they have on snapchat and stuff but for some reason it doesn't work with my glasses i have to take my glasses off in order to have the filter work but anyway it'll like put the minions over your face like the minion cartoon Mm -hmm. the they'll put like those things over your eyes and you can talk and it'll you can record a video and Mm. they say you can make a story out of it and everything um i'm gonna be a hundred i don't understand what the stories are and how to put them together and shit but at any rate um i recorded one uh as uh the guardians of the galaxy filter which makes you rocket raccoon oh neat yes so i made one as a coon filter oh lord i shouted out all my fellow coons now we'll see if i get banned off facebook again <laughs> i don't know i did use c emoji eyes ns <laughs> so hopefully knock on wood guys pray for me <laughs> they'll put you out again i hope i hope they let me say this time I, it's probably gonna get worse two days three days now i heard it escalates but ah! uh hopefully being able to call ben carson and all them coons uh will be a positive uh effect on black twitter and i'll probably start a whole series of cooning until they take that filter off so <laughs> if, I, if you catch me cooning, whole coon series. a whole coon series why not guys Man, you know well. that's what i'm that's what i'm here for cooning um, it up i'm just thinking some things to do this cooning um uh all right let's get into <laughs> <laughs> well y'all already got a show called coon stoppers mm-hmm. let's get into that could be the main villain Rocket yes! Raccoon. Uh, okay, let's get into some news.
LGBTQ side. Uh, court rules that same sex couples can sue Kim Davis. Good. Good, I say as well. Mm-hmm. Do your motherfucking job. Right. A federal appeals court ruled today that Kim Davis, a Kentucky clerk who refused to issue marriage, license, marriage licenses to same sex couples because of her religious beliefs, can be sued for damages by the couple she denied. David Irmo uh and david moore are the couple that originally filmed davis refusing to give them license and were the first plaintiffs in the case against her in september 2015 she famously argued that she could deny you know because of deny same-sex couples yeah. marriage licenses and the biggest reason why they did that because the, the county state whatever they're like we don't want them fucking problems y'all sue her mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like don't sue us sue her because you know if not they were gonna sue them well u.s district judge dismissed the same sex couple's case against davis last august but a sixth circuit court reversed that decision today ruling that couples are entitled to receive compensation for the damages caused by davis's actions the appeals court ruled that the case is valid because it's not a general challenge to davis's policy but rather seeks damages for a particularized harm allegedly suffered by a specific set of plaintiffs right uh now the case gets kicked back to the u.s district judge if he rules in emeralds and moore's favor davis could be responsible for paying damages of the couple and would set a precedent in future cases right do your goddamn job dog just do if you don't want to do it quit i'm i'm sorry quit find another job if it's that traumatizing to your religious beliefs find another job dog that ain't the job for you well in unrelated but well in related news white house aims for thursday signing of religious liberty executive order now they threatened this the first week he got in office but it's been that hundred days or whatever and now uh it's coming back up uh this will be a big victory for mike pence and his religious uh right wing ridiculousness but essentially um they want to have a religious liberty bill that uh, essentially allows people to discriminate against lgbtq people mm-hmm. and black people could say black well you know it's funny might be against my religion also what's funny is it's not really a, i mean there are black of course lgbtq people but it's not for it's not about race race is one of the protected classes under a lot of these laws so there's laws already on the books to say you can't discriminate by race but we don't right. have laws on the books for sexual orientation gender orientation in many states so if a, a, a federal at a federal level if they pass a bill where you can just say uh ali oxen free on discriminating against um you know lgbtq people i mean those cases that went very public like the bakery that refused to serve a gay couple uh for their wedding and, and things of this nature 
uh those people will be considered justified you know especially if this applies to federal workers where yeah. uh, kim davis you won't be able to sue kim davis kim yes. davis can just say no i don't want to do this shit it's against my religion despite the fact that none of that's in the bible anywhere that that you can't do your job if gay people come around right and also it's one of these things too where you're trying to basically affect every aspect of their lives so now if i'm a doctor i can refuse your services you know so basically anywhere you go if somebody feels like refusing you service they can that's basically what you're saying you want to ostracize them and quote unquote make them go away but they don't go away discriminating against people and not providing them basic human rights and human services does not make them disappear they're still here they still exist the signing would represent a major triumph for vice president mike pence who pushed who's pushed for religious freedom legislation backfired mightily when he served as governor of indiana and his allies in the conservative mo- movement the original draft order which would have established broad exemptions for people and groups to claim religious objections under virtually any circumstance was leaked to the nation on february 1st the handiwork many conservatives believed of ivanka trump and jared kushner who have sought to project themselves as friendly to the lgbt community liberals blasted the draft order as government license discrimination and the white house distanced itself from the leak document in a public statement I believe that. I believe that. Cause it's not so funny. Fuck her too. I don't know why people act like she's not in on the shit. Why they act like she's just this poor lost soul and her husband just treats her wrong and, and treats her bad like she's a victim. No, she is not a victim. Yeah. People said it was cold back so that they could take some of the strength out of the language and dial it down, but people who have seen it are saying nah it's still the same thing. The, the same thing. And they're putting pressure on Trump to sign it so that's that that feels like impending doom uh speaking of which west virginia is debating whether gay people are protected from hate crimes wow no we gotta have a discussion this must be the discussion everybody keeps talking about having on the internet we need to have that discussion we need to further the discussion mm, about your, your humanity ain't no pepsi gonna cover it ain't no heineken gonna cover it or whatever else fucking bill you know that's not gonna fix this problem after a court threw out a ruling that the assault of two gay men was a hate crime west virginia supreme court is now debating whether lgbtq people are actually protected under state's anti-hate laws is west virginia i can't remember now west virginia i can't remember west virginia i know but i can't remember west virginia was the same place a couple of weeks ago where they had that all-male panel talk about women's uh uh women having to give the rights to uh i, I don't remember but it, um, it wouldn't surprise their rapists for fatherhood um fuck ass law I, fuck them dudes um yeah i can't uh i can't remember which one if that was if that was west virginia too but i just remember it was bad anyway so they back in the news um according to the charleston gazette mail Stuart butler was indicted by a grand jury for assaulting two men in 2015 after they had reportedly kissed butler had apparently yelled homophobic slurs for assaulting the men oh, i remember this a grand jury decided butler should be charged with both the hate crime and battery right. after punching zachary johnson and casey williams but a judge throughout the hate crime charges after butler's attorney pointed out the state's anti-hate crime laws protect discrimination based on sex but not sexual orientation even though sex has been expanded to mean sexual orientation in court the west virginia supreme court is now trying to determine that for themselves 
that has to be so frustrating because every time you go to court literally for so many people you're setting precedent right and it's also one of the things too where a lot of lawyers and shit like that don't know how to prepare because it's like we don't know what the fuck they're gonna do one day we're going there's one way the next day we're going there it's the complete opposite right uh, i'm refreshing i see they they're having sound issues um but yeah it's just i mean i just can't imagine the extra hoops and layers you have to jump through as a person in court when your lawyer's like all right so they're gonna rule on this but keep in mind you're the first couple ever to bring this up like they if this has not been a thing until you it's been a given everything's been fine but today today we've decided that you're gonna be the first person to say are gay people really human let's see we'll see what our panel of seven has to think about this at the end um probably you know possibly a panel with no openly gay people on it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um let's see what else kentucky judge refuses to hear adoption cases involving gay parents out of conscientious objection he should lose his job too i feel like they need another word for it other than conscientious objection it you should know. be like unconscionable objection like it should be something something pejorative so you're a bigot instead of just looking at the facts and treating them like you would any other couple that comes before you and ruling based off of the same thing you would with any other couple yeah this isn't high-minded martyrdom like this isn't like conscientious objectors like what they call people that are like i don't want to go to the military because i don't want to kill anybody and we're like oh that dude objects to conscientiously objects to just the idea of war this this shit is like i don't want you to be a family well i guess i guess we have to give him that he's sticking to his principles no no we don't fuck him yeah, because um, my, the problem I have is you, you're more than happy to take taxpayers' money. So the same people that's telling you no is the same people your fucking money is going to. Right. To sit on the bench, wherever this bench is, to tell you no. Right. Gay people don't get to be like, well, you know what, then, buddy? I'll just tell you what. Um, Give me my taxes back and you guys do your thing. I don't need to be involved in this shit. Like, they're still going to show up and be like, we're going to need them. We're going to need that money out that check. Right. But we're not going to do the same social, ju- the same services we do for everybody else in society we're not going to do those for you so what you want to get married mm, sorry sorry consenting adults but i uh, just i don't know oh you want to have a uh, oh you want to have a family want to adopt uh, i'm sorry i just uh you know jesus and everything you know how it is guys he wouldn't want this um yeah he's assigned to family court covering kentucky's barron and metcalf counties he issued an order on thursday recusing himself from future same-sex couple adoption cases the order cited nancy's conscientious objection to the concept of adoption of a child by a practicing homosexual and an ethical rule saying judges must recuse themselves when they have personal bias or prejudice so i guess the good news is he know he a bigot and it's sad but if there's no other request just do that shit then then i have you up there just cutting a fucking fool in court could you imagine this working any other way though? no like i couldn't imagine a judge being able to just keep his job by being like i just don't do cases with black people right i know Latinos. i don't believe in uh their race i believe they're inferior and you know what and buddy i just can't can't see myself doing it and truth happened this used to be a thing 
so not even used to be they're still racist judges i'm saying how come i mean they don't like you come out and be like right. i'm not gonna serve you niggas right yeah it, that's they my used point. to could come out and be like nah niggas get out my fucking court that's what i'm saying uh no you're saying the opposite of what i'm saying Uh oh he's not kicking them out of court he's saying i won't preside over the case someone uh, okay. else will okay. have to reside okay. because i'm openly uh, basically bigoted about these people right yeah it's good that he recognizes his bigotry and knows he needs to step his ass down two but but no it's still not it still says something it speaks volumes that he won't be losing his job right this isn't seen as a mark of fucking shame on this guy's career the fact that you're like i just can't get over the fact they gay i just can't imagine that with any other group is my point mm-hmm. like i don't think okay, you can I'm with you yeah like if you would have pulled this shit with another group i feel like the hell that would have came down on you would have been like you know tenfold what it is right now it would have been like wait what you mean you can't you can't let muslims adopt a, a, a child what do you mean you can't you know what i'm saying like i just can't picture another group where you can say this openly and, and just be seen as like well you know he had to do what he had to do and it's cool and not trying to be funny where is you at glad glad where is you where right. is you at making this man sad Cause, right because you know what you're there for everything else i don't know maybe they are on it i don't i, I, I can't hope speak. they are i can't i can't really um i don't want to assume glad didn't do anything um but i just know that but they need to be on it as far as like social media and like putting his name out there but like hey look at this fucker i mean it's, it's the article's out there you know what i mean i doubt that this is um i doubt that this is out there because everybody went okay cool you know what i mean like it's out there because people are raising awareness but i just to me what what i wonder is why doesn't this system they have then say well this guy doesn't get to be over family court or you know in a position where he's an authority on this shit because essentially we're gay people are have families they're going to be in this court we can't just be like well you know what man to each their own you know what i mean like i just can't see and like i said to me all them isms and schisms their cousins their relatives they they best friends so odds are if you're homophobe i'm assuming that you're racist and all these other isms too so in my mind you know until you prove me otherwise if you're one odds are the other ones are close and connected around you too you normally if you're one the other ones are not too far behind i agree with that um it says if we are going to let liberal judges write their personal biases and prejudices in the law as we have done on issues of marriage and sexuality then in this interest of fairness we are going to have to allow judges with different views to at least recuse themselves from such cases family foundation of kentucky spokesman martin cothran said in a statement family foundation of kentucky sounds like such a we hate gay people organization mm-hmm. like i wonder if the southern poverty poverty um law center has them on, on the list on the list somewhere like that's i how, guarantee like you. that shit sounds completely yeah that's on somebody's watch list right that sounds completely fucked up um it's amazing how they anti-family but you know everything they do is family and they have family then i'm gonna have kids in there kids first family mm-hmm. first something around somebody yeah. being first other i see y'all uh, i'm looking on google right now uh their christian voter guide you like they tell okay gotcha buddy gotcha um at any rate um 
kentucky fairness campaign director chris hartman told the daily times that the judge's decision indicated a clear discrimination if judge nance can't perform the basic functions of his job which are to deliver impartially fairness and justice to all families in this courtroom then he shouldn't be a judge the u.s supreme court ruled in 2015 that all states must allow same-sex marriage and kentucky state law allows gay parents to adopt children um yeah yeah because the only way to stop it is hold them accountable hold right. them accountable hold kim davis accountable so the next motherfucker that be like no then be like oh do you want us to sue you too you should get fired immediately for this right because any other job you would get fired you walked in your job and like i'm not doing jack shit and it's very important to your job they will fire your ass get a temp in there and keep it pushing right all this because he's against practicing homosexuals which my question is at what point am i not practicing anymore you know like when have i perfected my craft of homosexuality when do i get to be officially a professional homosexual I do i have to, to practice ten thousand hours because i feel like ten thousand hours makes you a master of something there has yeah. to be a lot of master homosexuals out here and I, this dude is not giving them just do if they no. come in his court he can't be like well you are a master homosexual mm-hmm. they like, put I'm in a, your time i got a doctorate you may have a baby okay right. i'm sorry i thought you, you were just practicing hours. you got you got an undergraduate Mm-mm. i thought you was just practicing i didn't realize you had gone pro uh youtube updates the policies that restrict the lgbtq com uh content mm, what the policy you know a lot of times they say that and don't shit change what they do they announced they fixed the issue which caused the lgbtq videos to be blocked in restricted mode in a statement published on friday johanna wright vice president of product management explained after a thorough investigation we started making several improvements to restricted mode on the engineering side we fixed an issue that was incorrectly filtering videos for this feature and now 12 million additional videos of all types including hundreds of thousands in uh feature lgbtq plus content are uh available in restricted mode additionally youtube has provided creators with a form they can fill out if they believe their content has been unfairly blocked why wasn't this initially in the fucking thing right and the same thing with facebook and these other people you ban people and then you don't allow them to contact you and be like hey this shit is wrong what what kind of dumbass is this? this? It, it, even for simple, even for other websites, but they're like, fill out this form if you have a complaint. I mean, something. Y'all like, fuck it. We gonna ban you because some motherfucker felt like harassing you or this right here is y'all fault. Some, somebody who uh, all they had to do was flip a switch, didn't flip the switch. Mm-hmm. And people like, hey, my shit ain't out there. And y'all was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Why was it originally included in it? Right. I mean, these are the questions. Um, <laughs> but yeah they said they also outlined a list of criteria for content that would be blocked under restricted mode including drugs or alcohol violence mature subjects and profanity we want to clarify that restricted mode should not filter out content belonging to individuals or groups based on certain attributes like gender gender identity political viewpoints race religion or sexual orientation it's definitely a step in the right direction and hopefully with clear guidelines situation like this won't happen again it shouldn't happen in the first place well of course but we are here now so what are we gonna do and we'll see how this policy works out. A lot of times they put these policies in place. So when people fill out these forms, how quick are you going to be? How prompt are you going to be? Or does it, or is it going to go to a mailbox and nobody's going to fucking monitor? Mm, I hear you. Those are real concerns. And only time will tell. Right. U.S. top court rejects gay conversion, conversion therapy ban challenge. 
the u.s supreme court on monday left intact california's ban on gay conversion therapy aimed at turning youth under age 18 away from homosexuality rejecting a christian minister's challenge to to the law asserting it violates religious rights you know essentially they send gay kids away um to camp to be like don't be gay no more right um and many times there's there can be like intrusive tactics there can be um you know uh essentially torture to somebody to be like stop being gay um and in some cases it's really just like they take you away and be like you wrong for being gay we're gonna make you feel bad about it and don't be gay no more and shit like that um but i guess california was like fuck that shit don't mm -mm, you can't do that right so in 2012 they they had this law um but it's been challenged and this is the second time in three years uh but the supreme court uh even trump supreme court i guess was like nah we don't want to even hear that case yeah california is doing its own thing california is almost like a fuck you donald trump they're like nope we are not here for the bullshit right the whole state yeah um so yeah it it doesn't work for one uh but it's also you know harmful and people have been hurt and injured through it and people have gone overboard with stuff people already have to deal with enough you don't want to deal with this too you don't see you don't have camps where they're taking straight people and making them be gay right like 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 this this never this does not exist the other way yeah people have done electroshock therapy on people and stuff so some wild shit uh japan becomes the first country i mean but good that that shit did got you know right that they were just like fuck it man that's the law leave it alone right uh japan becomes the first country to in the world to elect a transgender man to public office Japan has become the first country in the world to elect a transgender man to public office. Tomoya Hosada 25, won 21 out of 22 seats to become counselor for the city of Iruma in the central region of Kanto. Mr. Hosada, uh, Hosoda, uh, said he does, uh, ju- he does not just want to fight for LGBTQ rights, but also for the rights of the disabled and the elderly by constructing a system that embraces diversity and helps minorities uh until recently people have acted as if sexual minorities do not exist we have many hurdles to overcome but i hope to live up to everyone's expectations he told stonewall an organization which supports lgbtq people in japan he uh he added having received many messages of support and gratitude from the lgbtq community ever since he announced his candidacy mr hosoda is the second transgender politician elected in japan after kamakawa aya a transgender woman who was elected as tokyo's municipal official in 2003 mr osoda officially changed his name and gender in the family registry in 2015 after having come out and transitioned uh he has participated in various lgbtq events and took part in the out in japan campaign a initiative to highlight the presence of homosexual and trans people in japan and a profile for out in japan mr osoda said i thought that i could not be happy but i remember to take uh to taking my courage and decide to come out and hope to live for me coming out is just the starting line some walls cannot be overcome by one person but at such time we have to work together and help each other out by moving forward one step at a time and meeting all kinds of people ways of thinking and values start to change dope uh uh a philadelphia activist stopped taking hiv meds to protest 
manzoni center and wants the ceo to resign um so this is kind of a complicated story but one philadelphia activist has put his body on the line quite literally in front of in the front lines of fight for justice abdul ali muhammad uh has uh ceased taking his anti uh retroviral medications meant to suppress his hiv in order to protest manzoni manzoni center philadelphia's lgbtq community health center and its ceo nurit sheen sheen and manzoni uh center have been on the cent- at the center of massive protests this week on thursday 64 time employees walked out after an all staff meeting and called on sheen to resign for his lack of transparency regarding an investigation into the center's former medical director robert Wynn. Wynn resigned last week after an investigation into sexual misconduct allegations were made against him which the board and sheen initially ignored philadelphia magazine reported philadelphia had reported uh previously that clients approached the administration about receiving sexually explicit texts from Wynn. This was the second staff walkout in nine days. The first walkout was organized by Black and Brown Workers Collective, which Muhammad co-founded. Muhammad said in a phone interview that he has received varying levels of support for his decision to stop taking his meds in solidarity with patients who have been harmed by Mazzoni, uh, which many of his friends involved with direct action understand Muhammad's stance. He's, I mean, while, yeah, while many of them understand, uh, he says his medical doctor remains reticent it was time for me to rise up and use this as a form of direct action he said if it may have an impact on my health because of it it's well worth it staff also released a statement of no confidence about the situation according to philadelphia magazine current leadership represents a culture of secrecy poor oversight and complicity which has allowed institutional racism and abuse of power and authority to flourish we must embrace a culture of transparency and accountability that helps reestablish trust with the community we serve the health of our agency and its future success demand nothing less Muhammad previously worked at Mazzoni Center as well from 2008 to 2013. And again from 2015 to 2016, Muhammad hopes his action will show Sheen that she is complicit in the wind, in wind's abuse. I think that pressure is on her for her to resign. I want to make sure that this happens. That's why I'm committing myself to not taking my meds until this happens. One director told the Philadelphia Weekly, uh that sheen and the board had heard about the allegations against win about four or five years ago wow but sheen pressured the board not to act i wanted to be clear this is how serious uh, this is how serious to me and the community these allegations of sexual misconduct should be taken seriously said muhammad uh she had people coming to her saying that he would bring down mazoni center this woman lied and said she would take action and did nothing uh mazoni center did not reply uh for comment um so yep um i i I really can't i can't even relate to the amount of belief that would have to take to be like nope and i'm uh, risking my life until this motherfucker's gone out of you know out of this um out of out of this um company or whatnot um so i don't even know if they resigned or not but a lot of people just walking out right i mean it sounds i mean because you got that many people believing in your um cause um yeah so i don't know uh latest thing i see is that they're under investigation so uh when they got win resigning but i don't see anything about the uh the woman resigning so 
uh let's see what else um a racist recording lands a, a lands f bar owner in hot seat uh a racist digital audio recording alleged to be an owner of the houston L, uh, houston lgbt club has flooded social media this afternoon the recording posted on youtube friday evening is only seven seconds long it captures the voice allegedly belonging to erin palchak a lgbt nightclub owner in montrose news of the recording was first reported by ashtonpwoods.com a civil rights news blog that centers focus on the hashtag black lives matter movement in houston texas woods is the co-founder and lead organizer for black lives matters houston chapter um nigger you can hear the male uh, niggers you can hear the male voice say the audio rambles more before the voice returns i said niggers before he hit me in the face there are no other voices heard on the recording there are no indications where the recording was made or how old or new it is no official word from f bar or if the owner is related to relating to the audio palchak did not take to social media denying the audio is to him i mean he did take it to uh, to social media to say it's not him absolutely not me he commented i embrace all uh release of the youtube recording has been met with mixed reaction in the community everyone knows there are certain things no one should ever say anger doesn't make you say something so deeply rooted in racism a person wrote on the article it says a lot about people about someone whose first choice of words would be such a word this word shouldn't have flew out shouldn't flow out the mouth with ease racism is a choice another viewpoint came in support i've been known erwin palchick for 30 years plus racist would never be a word i would use to describe them people love coming out to tell you what's not racist there's so many people i know and i think are cool as fuck but if you told me hey man i'm gonna need you to vouch to say this person not racist i would be like i don't know how the fuck i'm supposed to do that how how can you ever know what the fuck somebody on somebody's mind you know uh the scandal is just the latest in the series for the club once the number one lgbt lights nightclub uh destination in houston f bar announced last week it would be canceling their tuesday and wednesday night drag show and announcing that some in the lgbt community took sign as a sign of hard times uh update nightclub owner erwin palchak admits the voice on the recording is in fact his voice of course so what was the tweets then bro what was the tweets it's not me i love everybody he says but it was after i had been assaulted on around easter sunday palchick explains he was in the office with a small group of people and the recording does not reflect the full conversation it was altered and taken out of context to make him appear racist you said the worst part isn't even that you said nigger it's that in the in the in the no matter what the fucking context was you literally in within the, the soundbite said he i called him a nigger and he hit me open and shut case i don't give a fuck that you got hit people really think that and maybe it's just a white thing but it's a it's a privilege thing it's that thing where you just get to be like look i don't understand i called her a hoe and then she slapped me i mean ain't she crazy yeah i called her a hoe and she went off right and she's so women so emotional you know i call i call him a nigger he punched me in the face i mean when they ain't they ain't these black people so emotional we wonder why we call them niggers fucking idiot man it wasn't me he went on went on right on twitter and lied to everybody got people talking oh he would never say nothing racist i know him i've known him for 30 years well apparently you didn't know him well enough motherfucker right there like yep i am i'm racist i said it 
and i guarantee he's like i said it but i don't got a racist bone in my body i love everybody because nothing's racist anymore yeah all right let me see what else is going on in the news i'm sorry it's gonna be a depressing Ah! it's gonna be a depressing show man (laughs) what's happening i i I was you know i wait a few days sometimes to cover certain stories because too much shit is flirting around and too much news and whatnot so you know uh sometimes uh i kind of wait for shit to kind of settle down and then go in and and Mm -hmm. sort through you know Mm -hmm. what what people have kind of discovered stuff is constantly being updated stuff is constantly they find out more information yeah well a 15 year old boy jordan edwards was shot by uh police Mm -hmm. um police officer um was placed on administrative leave uh authorities say the video the encounter contradicts internal information they received about it so once again police lying uh Balch springs police chief jonathan haber had previously said that an officer had fired at a car passengers headed towards the police in reverse but at a press conference on monday haber called the statement unintentionally correct to said video evidence revealed the car was actually driving away from officers here's the thing is it not amazing how often the news and the other police except the officer who just shot someone to death they accept him in his word right away and that story gets out and then the public starts fighting over that story despite all the evidence despite the witness accounts despite everything they just run off at the fucking mouth with it if that's what the police say at this point i don't know what else to tell you i i i never believe the police me either like i never believe them it after they shoot some black kid i'm like i i need to see it with my own eyes right that's the amount of distrust i have at this point you're not gonna catch me being like well that's what the police said you know like that's i mean i'm sorry but that's what my faith is within policing and this community is you know and i'm not a person that just goes like every interaction was the police doing something wrong and all this shit Mm -hmm. i don't understand or relate to the pressures that that job has i right. d- i do understand there's going to be times where people decide shit like i'm committing suicide by cop or mm-hmm. i'm gonna kill police until they come kill me or you know i i understand that there's certain shit that it'll never look right you know it's not tv you can't shoot a person in the hand or the leg or right. or whatever like some fucking crack crack uh some sort of uh macgyver ass marksman i get all that shit i really do i i really do and there's many many situations on this show we've i've looked at it and said yeah i can't call it you know what i mean uh the other day that dude that shot up that pool and then he sat there till the cops got there waiting for them to kill him basically i mean he still had people's lives he could have taken and all kinds of shit you know i'm not so fucking ridiculous that i'd be like why didn't they just talk to him or something like no sometimes you just gotta kill a motherfucker and that that's what it was mm-hmm. um that being said when they just be shooting these like unarmed innocent black people in the street man who who believes the first report anyway i never they have ruined my faith period like i'm just like nope that that i'll wait is basically what i say every fucking time i don't even go like you don't know what's fucked up i didn't even look to see what they initially said Mm -mm, me either i saw so many people talking about it i was just like i i don't i'm gonna wait until video or something comes out i can't i absolutely cannot be part of this like i i don't know sometimes i feel exhausted i can't be part of this like 
no show the tape what is happening uh no argue with these trolls all day these white people that only speak up to tell us that we crazy and that ne- cops are never racist and never wrong i don't have time i don't have time to block you energy it's a lot yeah it's just enough caring about black people shit right like it's enough to it's enough caring about like you know how black people feel about uh politics or something before we get into me fighting with white people over shooting some innocent black kid i'm not doing it Mm -mm. at any rate um uh he said that uh, the statement was unintentionally correct and uh after further investigation i had additional information that's contradictory to the information that was provided to me so the cops lied now they're on paid leave but they lied the police chief did not say who provided the original incorrect information who would it be right who would it be you know it came straight from a fucking police report you know it did he also declined to release a copy of the video to the media they love that shit too under trump they're going to do so much damage it's gonna be worse it's just gonna be worse yeah because nobody's nobody's actually fighting like nobody's in there going hey you can't do this and hey y'all got to release the video hey let's let's show some real transparency here all that is gone we have no allies period Mm -hmm. at all on this we don't have anyone within the the federal government we don't have anyone in the police department that cares we don't have anyone within the uh government federal government that cares we don't have anybody um within the justice department that cares Mm -hmm. we we are on our own with this like I, i don't there's no recourse that we have you know you can go marching in the street and shit but eventually like they're gonna erase even the little bit of transparency that was in there mm-hmm. the, it's like they're just about to go back to killing people and there's no statistics on it there's no right reports on it there's no freedom of information acts on it mm-hmm. just the videos won't get released no. um i don't know man it's, i'm just so angry because it's like there was progress being made i understand it wasn't perfect and it wasn't enough for some people mm-hmm. but to then reverse course or to not see how this would be a huge reversal in course mm-hmm. i just don't know how people didn't i don't know how people reconcile with being okay with this i don't i don't know how a lot of put that is how a lot of white people reconcile with this let's just keep it real i don't even understand how black people do it because i've seen black people that reconcile with it too well if we get trump we'll, we'll we'll it'll make everybody go further left and in four years we're gonna really fight back and get them out of there i mean the, there's black people that felt this way too this isn't just a white people thing there there are black people that are like i'm basically too bad like what what's the worst thing they can happen if any it, it'll just make people mad and they'll you know they'll fight back you know that i'm like dying what? being dead how you gonna fight back when you're dead i i guess the people that's still alive they're assuming that the the things being worse is what people need in order to fight back and i just i don't think i don't think that's how people work no that's not how people work and for a lot of people it puts a lot of fear in them and fear is real and for some people fear don't cause them to fight let's just keep that real everybody think people are going to fight but everybody is not built to fight even well, all I, black people aren't built to fight i also think hope matters right i think like it's um i play basketball at the wild this dude dewan uh former panther cool dude but um we were talking this is and this is a weird analogy but try, this is going somewhere with this 
we were talking about basketball the other day he got there's these guys that come in the gym and they have a pretty good team and what they do is they'll come with two three people and they'll just pick up another person on their team that didn't come with them but they always pick the best person in the gym or the best couple people in the gym so they artificially inflate their team to make their team the best team okay and for a lot of people it makes the game not as fun because it's like everybody else is randomly being assigned four or five people from the list and they're going and playing basketball and nobody else has five good people on their team it's you might have three you might have four it might just be you but it it doesn't randomly kind of give people hope it's it's like everybody gets up there and they get crushed by this really good team Mm -hmm. that's solid all the way through right right and dewan was talking to me because he was like he was on this team and he said uh everybody was packing up to go home early and he was like where's everybody going i said well they don't want to play because they don't think they can win he was like not me i'm not like that i would if i was playing i would play hard and i don't you know if the other team is better then i you know it makes me feel like we still got a chance that's why you play the game and i said but that's not true because you joined up with the with this team today so you you're actually acting the opposite of what you said you would do like you personally are not motivated by you joined up onto the easy team to get to get the easy win i'm not even blaming you i it's just the way shit works it's human nature you're not going to defeat human human nature with any system you have but the point being you're looking down and judging these other people for being like it's not worth getting beat by 20 at lunch i have to go back to work or whatever right it's not enjoyable yeah i'm not having a good time it's Mm -hmm. hopeless i'll just pack up my shit and go that is human nature right human nature isn't let's all rage against the tide and fight the good Mm -hmm. fight for the most part if people can go back to their lives in relative comfort or at least to some extent where they feel they can still survive they will. that's what they're gonna do right it- and that's what this police this that's what the rolling back of the justice department the rolling back of some of these like body camera things the rolling back of uh investigating police departments for systemic racism and shit the rolling back of these things in my opinion essentially says uh, for a lot of people just give up hope like yeah don't don't worry about it you're not like you don't have an advocate there won't be anybody coming through and putting uh restrictions on these departments there won't be any um fines or anything leveled levied at these departments there won't be any oversight over these departments mm-hmm. these and, and 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 then these police departments become like dewan like i i don't understand what the problem is i, I y'all just need to be better and try harder and don't worry about because the police department is on the side of the people having a back like now the justice department is like don't worry about them stats don't keep those stats you don't need that you know all the tools like like people flip on black people but we are essentially fighting an impossible problem right like so i don't hold any black person necessarily accountable for certain shit Mm because you can't stop it like it's not our fault but some of the tools that we gather to help to aid in this are things like data Mm gathering gathering it is things like oversight committees it is things like uh finding police departments to the point where you make it restrictive it is taking back some of the funding that they would get unless they stop killing motherfuckers in the street it is those things they're not pretty solutions it's not a magic wand they're not the most militant solutions you're not abolishing the police departments or whatever but we also know that that abolishing the police is basically a fairy tale in this country right like like at this moment but those intermittent those inter those small steps those integral steps 
could possibly lead to something like that one day but it's not gonna happen broad sweeping overnight but it feels like a lot of people just felt like we didn't get the shit we want overnight so we're done you know and i don't and i don't like i said i don't blame them either that's that whole thing they they they're they're like we pushed as hard as we could i'm exhausted that's it no more marches in the street no more rallies no more organizing um you know and even with this kid i mean he's not the first kid to be shot Mm -hmm. and killed by the police but to a certain extent he's the best story for a lot of people because he's an honor roll student and smart and not a troublemaker and, and all these things that even when people claim that they're not influenced by this respectability shit they are yes they are because that's the reason we know his name and not the last three or four kids that were killed by the cops or the last few people because people ain't the cops ain't stopped killing people Mm -mm, 105 this year yeah even with the whole like i'm anti-respectability politics it's like the problem and i'm not saying it's okay i guess what i'm saying is that it's human nature the focus had to go away because of the huge reset that the trump administration is come on from day you're just one. yeah you're not going to see the same level of intensity on the streets because it's it's absolutely hopeless it's the same reason that i was like you might see an action activist action against bernie sanders you might see one against hillary clinton one against trump is pointless mm-hmm. we're just gonna go there and get your ass whooped he will never back down he will never feel shame his people that support him are there because he's racist you and people but people would either say um because they hated black lives matter they wanted to see those people suffer because they how dare you besmirch bernie and hillary they would be like well just go up there to trump if you he's the real enemy but they really wanted to see them people get their ass whooped. right that's really all that was they were hoping something bad would happen to them see them down the street right because they knew it was hopeless they knew that that was the brick wall the whole administration the brick wall now so i i don't know man it, i don't feel energized or renewed i still feel angry but it, it feels inept at this point it feels pointless there's no advocate that could help in any way anyway you know what i mean like what are we supposed to do now dog like i, I at least had some level of uh respect for eric holder you know mm-hmm. um now we have a, a open races as the department of justice head man you know we have a dude being like our police departments are just too held back that's what we have now and, and it's all because people for the most part just didn't give a fuck did not care like they just literally didn't care i don't care there's nothing you can say to convince me that this would have happened under hillary clinton it wouldn't have happened dog like say all that they all the same shit you want this is not the same and these are the things that matter to me you know this is like i always said about hillary clinton it's it's not about trusting her it's about the fact that you built a relationship where you need black people within your administration and within your voter base we get to hold you accountable for some shit that we can't with trump we literally have no leverage with this motherfucker zero you know and and, and everybody's not gonna magically vote as a monolith for the third party next year next time and mm-hmm. win it's like mm-hmm. we're essentially fucked for at least four years more than likely eight more than likely eight. i i, I see if he doesn't get impe- impeached he's getting voted in again yeah or even if he gets impeached pants like i don't right. i don't see any reason to believe that anything's happening that people care about enough to 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 come together on the left anyway like i just can't see it like everybody's so ideologically 
fucking at polar opposites with each other that they'll they'll be fighting for years before like unlike the right which doubled down and purified their party even though they purified it based on bigotry uh that won't happen on the left i can't imagine um anyway um he says um the shooting occurred as the teens were leaving a party as they backed out of a parking space they heard someone shouting profanities at them mayor said before they had a chance to respond the person shouting at them shot three times into the vehicle and one of the three rounds went into john edwards forehead Merritt citing witness statement said the bullet that killed Edwards came through the front passenger side window. Um, Haber said the officer who shot Edwards had been in the department for about six years, had been placed on administrative leave. Uh, he has been placed on administrative leave. He also made it clear he had questions about the account he received and why it differed from the camera footage. I do have questions in relation to my observation on the video and that it's consistent with the policies and core values of the box ring police department, Haber said. Police chief citing ongoing investigation declined to comment on the weapon the officer used to shoot Edwards. The Dallas County Medical Examiner's Office has ruled Edwards' death a homicide. A spokesperson for that office told the HuffPo that the teen's cause of death was a rifle wound, but declined to say whether the weapon was an AR-15, a rifle popular with law enforcement agencies. Merritt was unavailable for comment on Tuesday. That always gets so shady and non non specific when it comes it was a rifle wound if this would have been some nigga shooting at the cops it was an ar-15 a goddamn cop killer bullet like they would have told us the ballistics how many bullets were fired and everything when it comes to cops killing us it's like it was some type of a projectile we have no idea we'll let you know when the investigation is done get fuck out of here after we get our lives together right you know like this is one of the reasons I, I had to check out a certain conversations like mm-hmm. the uh you know like uber left black socialist twitter and shit arguing well i'm just like mm-hmm. what what would you coming at me do for the world anyway nothing like i like none of this shit is gonna change anything if all you got is picking on black people all day like yeah, you mad just like everybody else right we all mad dude right everybody i'm trying to see through that and see your humanity despite the fact that you mad that i won't agree with you or that i don't see things the exact way you do like i'm trying to look through that and see but to a certain extent it's like those arguments are so reminiscent of the white bernie supporter people that i'm just like how can y'all not see that it's all kind of the same shit none of that's gonna save us like Mm-mm. you know i had a good conversation i kind of with this dude you know and i remember he kind of he said something like uh um well we if we hit this structure with socialism we can like fix them you know like we can erase racism structurally and we could have it'll just be individual races and that's less you know less effective on people's lives and i said here's my problem a government is still built of people right so in this country even what you saying we're going to structurally erase racism i don't think it's possible Mm -mm. you can say this system might be better and i I agree i'm sure it would be better to some extent but end of the day racism will always exist Mm -hmm. And even within any government structure, white people are going to want to eat first. Right. And that is the core of all evil and all the root of every problem in this country goes back to the fact that there's never going to be a time where white people don't see themselves eating first. 
and if there's no and and if we have some type of system because there's many different types of socialism but if we have a system where you can set it up to be like this now we have socialism in america who decides what who makes what rules because we just say broad sweeping things when you talk these theories like you're in college the people which people we are 13 percent of the people who decides what rules benefit who right at what because the end of the day the thing that will always betray white people is the most important thing to a lot of white people is to be better off than black people right that's it like we keep trying to build structures and systems and things around it affirmative action is a is another law that was passed to be around it it doesn't it can't fully work because how many people you have how many black people you know got corporate jobs but then they're around these people that are like i don't think you're as talented as me i don't think you're as smart as me i don't think you deserve to be here despite the fact that affirmative action only allows a qualified candidate to get a fucking room like a foot in the door and they still treat you like shit because inside they don't have they'll never see you as equal nope and nothing can make them there's no law that can make them nothing it's just it's it's literally impossible we are all going to die and the vast majority of white people will never ever think that we are equal to them so i you know i hate to be fatalistic and nihilist like nihilistic like that there's nothing they can do there's no amount of reparations that can fix it everything would just be you know there's nothing they can there there's too many that are in positions to be like no and that won't change in this country because the the original sin of slavery is too it looms over us and it'll never be fixed it'll never be fixed dog because you will that will require people to take away their paternalistic glasses to take away their racial gla- hatred of us and be like they're people just like us i have benefited my whole life by not being one of those people and it's not fair and we owe them a redistribution of wealth and we owe them respect and we owe their voices uh the same importance as our own that's not even possible it's impossible but i understand though because people just trying to find everything we're doing in this country is to try to find ways around that inevitable roadblock that's everything we're doing everything people are talking about when it comes to race it's all the same shit the reason that we're so fucked up as black people is because we deserve to be fucked up after the terrorism we've experienced and continue to experience but yet here we are right like we always coming up with the ideas it's always us you know um so yeah i just don't think we can fix it through politics any of this shit i think the most you can do is play the game i hope some motherfuckers get money i hope uh people do good things with that money Uh, Mm -hmm. that's all i can think Mm -hmm. like we're not gonna beat this shit and and it's shit like this that makes me think about that when i see the police shoot some young black kid on a a fucking whim essentially uh and then lie about it and then video evidence comes out and then everybody's like well damn i guess they was lying again i'm shocked and i'm just sitting up here the whole time with my hands in the air like i can't believe we going through this shit again and it feels like people care even less now than they cared a year ago two years ago three years ago because i i think uh it'll take probably decades for people to reconcile with this but i honestly think it's the truth even the people that claim to just like black people that claim not to fuck with obama 
felt some semblance of hope under him which made them push harder right push him harder than probably even is realistically expected of any politician but they pushed him harder because he felt like here's a here's our chance our one chance and and now that that's now that it's all slipped into just complete bigotry you know people i honestly i see people still making a harder case against why they don't fuck with obama than what we can do to stop trump come on because because that was that was the hope it's all people had and i empathize with those folks man you know i i don't necessarily share that belief because of you know just the way i'm set up i mean you guys just heard it i just said nothing can help but um at the same time i i relate to that feeling of it's like it's like the game was running out and everybody had one quarter to get the, to get this racism lead down <laughs> and, and we just uh and now they done put uh you know they done put um uh james harden back in the game with trump like it's it's a wrap we had a chance when he was on the bench and now bigotry is right back there starting getting the mvp and we stuck two basketball analogies guys is what i got for you today two different <laughs> basketball analogies on racism um speaking of which um i'm not even gonna play the music but i always 100 for this but might as well keep it going i must say it was 100 for the last one i yeah. didn't know who was ever playing the game 100 might as well might as well i didn't mean to but that's that's just where we're going michael slagger ex-cop who shot walter scott please guilty in civil rights case as part of the plea deal he would not uh the state of south carolina would not file new charges against michael slager who was fired after cell phone footage of scott's killing in north charleston went viral the murder trial ended last december in a hung jury remember that mm-hmm. we had video of a cop literally planting a weapon on a man who was running away from him that he shot dead and lied about on the police report and then the video came out and they were like charging with murder and even then there was one one juror that just was like i just can't i can't conscientiously uh vote guilty on a cop killing a person i just can't do it i uh, cops are good and that was the end of it that hung jury the defendant used deadly force even though it was objectively unreasonable under the circumstances the plea agreement says outside the courthouse tuesday scott's brother anthony thanked federal prosecutors and said his family was grateful to have justice for me and my family the healing starts today anthony scott said added that slagger's guilty plea was a victory for his state his city state country and the world walter scott's mother judy fought back tears as she told the reporter she forgives slagger i for- that, that's all right i forgive michael slagger because the forgiver is in me that he admitted he did it was enough years for me slagger 35 pulled over scott well we know what happened for the broken tail light he ran dude shot him in the back and killed him put put a, a fucking taser next to him um and claimed that he feared for his life and it was self-defense and all that shit um so i don't know what happens with the sentencing has not been scheduled yet so okay that's what happens um so uh he was also indicted last year on charges of using a firearm and committing a crime of violence and obstructing justice those two charges will be dismissed under the terms of the plea deal after the mistrial in december state prosecutors said they would seek to try him again but no charges had yet been filed um the shooting itself heightened tensions nationwide over alleged excessive alleged fuck out of here um 
anyway a hundred for that as well mm-hmm. i don't i don't even care that he pleaded guilty just a hundred mm-hmm. for making me think about that shit uh bessie devos is speaking at historically black bethune cookman university commencement hey man look that meeting in the white house was one thing i understood this i don't understand i feel so bad for those kids graduating like some shit i get you have to do like i i understood that the funding was held hostage you know and and that and that is sad and fucked up this feels beyond the pale for me man i i don't know why you would do this i'm so glad i'm not in school because i be like y'all know what y'all say the trip because they're gonna have to make me my diploma because fuck that bitch i'm not going to a goddamn ceremony have her talk to me for what right i already hate graduation on principle but the fuck out of here if i'm gonna be for bessie devos give she didn't know what the fuck hbcus did two months ago right and, and you know <laughs> and, and, and and my thing is this would the graduating class be wrong for not fucking showing up they were like fuck you bitch right if they booed her would they be wrong right like you shouldn't put your students in that situation man i it's it's this is this is bad man i i honestly can't see all the people all the people you couldn't invite all the people all the people dog ain't nobody in the all the people you could have invited i don't i don't see what could possibly i don't know what she could possibly have to add oh, i yeah. don't understand and it wouldn't surprise me if they'd be like uh 25 percent of the students showed up yeah because not only are you gonna make them mad you're gonna make their parents like like the audience they're like you know a lot of people are like, i'm not making that trip to see that bitch yeah i wouldn't go i i know i wouldn't i'd be like save y'all money don't yeah. make don't, don't come up here yeah i no no a hundred i can't i can't imagine this i hope don't nobody show up because fuck her man like what were they think i just don't why did they think this would be good like this like and and like i said the 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 photo op thing i understood they literally switched the agenda on them in the middle of them basically explaining why they needed to stay funded from the government like hey we will go out of i got that and then in the middle it's like oh you guys uh trump wants to talk to you you can present to him whoops we just want to take a picture bye motherfuckers like i got that i was like that fucking sucks it made me angry it made me really sad um this shit i was like you don't what like is she gonna personally write a check like what is the what is the thing that's happening here it's, it's something that would make this okay it's something happening and it wouldn't surprise me if the student body protest you know like like people like this yeah they didn't even keep the funding promise they made for the original photo op i don't this is like putting a scorpion on your back trying to cross the river i don't i don't see it for this i I may and look maybe i just there's information i don't have and maybe it's possible that she is holding them some type of ransom or hostage but i need somebody to leak or say that shit because because this is not acceptable you know this isn't just a controversial speaker keep in mind you wouldn't have a quote-unquote controversial speaker for no hbcu that was anti-black so let's let's stop that shit like this is not the same you wouldn't have ann coulter address an hbcu graduation you know you wouldn't do it you fucking riot yeah this is this is wrong man i i can't think of a way that this isn't wrong yeah, no, but she, but she, she might as well be it because she's terrible she don't give a fuck yeah so i don't know man i just feel bad for the students Me and too. all that shit i mean because you know you don't went to school sacrificed got thousands of dollars in loans you got to pay back i mean this is your day 
and for a lot of them she literally ruined their day imagine you know send invitations out you excited you know could you send that shit out you know a month or two in advance you excited you happy and then they announced this you're like well goddamn, i gotta tell grandma not to come because i'm not gonna come i i literally don't yeah, could, understand couldn't be me i'm like nah y'all send that bitch in the mail a restaurant fire server over racist remarks made on facebook a waitress has been let go from a position at a restaurant in mobile alabama after customers said they were targets of a racially charged remarks on social media the group of customers allegedly targeted said they noticed nothing out of the ordinary while dining in montego's caribbean cafe and bar on saturday evening dinner was great dinner was fine uh she came up she took our drink she took our order she came back she delivered our food that was basically it one of the customers who requested anonymity told wkrg it wasn't until they left that the woman in the group uh began to receive messages on facebook about an offensive post that started to pick up steam online in a local area the now deleted post belonged to the server earlier featured a photo of the woman's receipts with a zero tip that was captioned this is why no one wants to wait on black people um i felt like my name was being slandered another customer in the group said we did leave a tip we left a cash tip so it really outraged me to actually experience racism after identifying their receipt the woman phoned into montego's corporate office which resulted in the workers termination and action the woman said they approved the women said they approved of mm-hmm. good so glad so tired of black people being like this shit was racist and they're like well the person got fired well i didn't want that no 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 fuck that bitch yeah yeah mm-hmm. in right. fact i left a tip the, and i know they left a, i know from the picture they had to leave a cash tip it's everybody she took a picture of everybody's receipt and it has zero on all of them there's no fucking way all the people at the table agree we not leaving no tip grown-ass women dog come on somebody would have been like well i'm leaving a tip i ain't like you niggas yeah and the thing is like you said they left cash so a lot of so she's basically doing that to slander them so i'd be highly upset too bitch we left you a tip you purposely doing this yeah it's it's possible someone could have made off with the cash from the tip right but even still um to say they didn't tip you presumed a lot i'm glad they handled it the way they did one woman said they were very courteous and they did get back to me as soon as possible about the situation they did apologize deeply yeah dog what but she won't do that shit at her next job right yeah that sounds super suspect right there but yeah a hundred mm-hmm. um all right let's move on to some other things okay we've all had a time we've all kind of riled up <laughs> it's been a lot i understand and i relate you know mm-hmm. um maybe we should do some uh white people news would that interest you guys does that sound like something uh don't make everybody feel better i think it would make me feel better let me find a white person song real quick for everyone <laughs> i'm to sure get you behind mm-hmm. i'm sure you guys you guys have been loving these lately uh here here's one all right <clears throat> ready yourself all right oh lord just steal yourself be strong oh, my people no i got loyalty got royalty inside my dna go can go to peace go war and peace inside ha, ha, ha. i got power bones and band and joy inside my dna i got holes of true ambition flow inside my dna I was born like this and swan like this in my collection. I don't know. 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 I don
don't contemplate I'm married enough He can't sing This other girl can sing It's a high girl I got real inside Just cause she goes It's in my DNA I got millions Got riches Building in my DNA I got down Got evil The road is on my DNA Got off Got trouble somehow Inside And I just went again You went again Like when we'll turn I swear That same kind of sound that you hear, you're missing like a bird. You see, fireworks and coffee jars, cut a waterfall. I know how you work, I know just man, who you are. See, use it, use it, use it. Hey. Visual homes probably switch inside your DNA. The problem is all the sucker shit inside your DNA. Daddy, robbers, nation, heritage inside your DNA. Don't exist, born inside a chill of edge. See my pedigree, most of the reality Tolerate the front shit, shit I've been through Pro defend you, this is ballers, so the sun I know murder, conviction, burners, pussy, burgers Barred, death, protection, scholars, fathers There with kiss and wish of forgiveness, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah Soldiers DNA Born inside a beast My expectation Got a second girl When I was nine Or some hotel We didn't know To stay at Nana But I'm so worried Gotta win my state Gun shot like I'm supposed to do Haunted social I gotta give it a thumbs down, dog. He not even mad What the fuck? You ain't mad You ain't angry I i don't even recognize the words right. I was like, is that what kendrick was saying no also a white dude talking about some dna come on dog feel like he missed the whole point From of the song, song. <laughs> you didn't listen to anything kendrick was saying he was just <laughs> i got royalty queen elizabeth inside my dna <laughs> i got slit them slave bones inside my dna <laughs> crack that whip inside my dna what the fuck is happening here <laughs> oh man white people are amazing you know that's why we're not gonna have reparations right there Mm-mm. <laughs> i'm making these jokes mm-hmm. when you got the yams the yams yes the yams are the power that be, 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 be. <laughs> white nationalist hit with criminal charge in kentucky for roughing up black woman at trump rally that's right we gotta do that y'all man before we do white people <laughs> you thought you were gonna get away easy nope, nope. this is basically the good times of podcast today y'all <laughs> it ain't good been nothing bad news wow wow <laughs> damn 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 james damn getting some head by the water yeah uh yeah this is uh sorry guys i'm sorry everybody easy credit rip offs good time trying to fuck somebody good time <laughs> we ain't looking we, we got, got them <laughs> this ain't good times uh while the mainstream media has been obsessed with trump's latest hygiene uh, there's so many people that don't get that joke that they haven't listened to the show long enough sorry i know right they're like what are they talking about sorry those people sorry i know if you premium go back in the archives yeah uh white mainstream media has been obsessed with trump's latest hijinks uh i mean while mainstream media has been obsessed with ma- the trump's hijinks ben carson's been doing serious damage 
uh apparently it's been an atmosphere of paranoia and guardedness that has enveloped hud since trump's inauguration according to a former hud official under barack obama is reported in next by next city in his first public remarks as head of hud in early march he tragically stumbled over referring to slaves as immigrants remember that Mm -hmm. he began a listening tour dipping his toes in public scrutiny by traveling to cities in florida michigan and texas to build to visit buildings and programs that hud played a hand in creating several awkward cases carson has praised an initiative only to find out that donald trump's budget blueprint would eliminate the programs that funded those very projects mm-hmm. according to a trustee for dallas county schools carson said uh, carson and his staff have avoided widely advertising the trip his trip to texas wasn't announced until hours before his first event According to City Lab, Carson's secrecy may have something to do with the fact that Secretary Carson would rather not have to answer to the public and defend the outrageous budget cuts he and Donald Trump are trying to ram through Congress. Right, right. You ain't because people would be fucking out there mad and holding signs. Trump's proposal cut six point two billion from HUD, thirteen or thirteen point two percent of the budget, uh the annual budget, by slashing public housing support and developmental grants. Uh development grants. The budget gets rid of forty two the forty two year old three billion community uh three billion dollar community development block grant program the home investment uh partnership program the choice neighborhoods program and the self-help or home ownership opportunity program right so basically you're gonna make it hard for that people to get homes and own homes and possibly keep homes yep and knowing the way that the government set up probably people in general right right a lot of times people associate these things with black people not that black people don't use these programs but there's almost always a proportional amount of white people that use this shit as well that will now no longer qualify for some of this shit they don't get denied they don't have to pay high interest rates sometimes regardless of what the fuck your credit is Mm mm-hmm we spent a lot of money on housing and urban development over the last decade without a lot to show for said office of management and budget director mike mulvaney certainly there are some successes but there are a lot of programs that simply cannot justify their existence and that's where we zeroed in meanwhile according to the c to cnbc the community development block grant program provided housing assistance for to nearly seventy four thousand households gave public services to nine million americans and created over seventeen thousand jobs in 2016 alone but somehow Mulvaney can't or won't acknowledge these successes as he touts his budget blueprint that will put hit the poor in almost every way possible. Carson has attempted to defund, defend the cuts uh, to the public, and his past statements show he's likely on board with them. The new HUD secretary has frequently claimed that with government subsidies, people are not incentivized to get off the federal dole. Uh, he also claimed that poverty is really a matter of choice more than anything else. Um... Uh, the proposed Trump budget also eliminates $1.4 billion per year for disaster relief. Um, for that program within HUD, we'll adding $700 million to the Department of Homeland Security's disaster funding. That means the Trump administration wants to cut disaster relief by $800 million or 9.4%. The cuts are part of an effort to take billions from the non-defense agencies and send them directly to the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, I would hate for any any type of natural disaster to happen y'all don't let no hurricane come don't let no floods come don't let no earthquakes come because he's telling you right now ain't a motherfucking thing gonna happen Mm -hmm. 
on march 30th he attended a youth basketball game hosted by dallas housing authority the next day he popped into dallas habitat for humanity facility for a mere 15 minutes in 2015 carson publicly opposed an anti-housing segregation provision of the fair housing act strengthened by a supreme court ruling involving dallas calling it a mandated social engineering scheme then he moved on to florida on april 11th in jacksonville he stopped at a poorly maintained low income apartment building that's part of his new session oh shit i'm already there okay mm-hmm. sorry my bad i thought i had an eye on that but i guess i missed it no problem <sighs> this motherfucker <laughs> um all right i'm almost there when you got the yams what's the yams Yams is the power that be. <laughs> smell it when walking down the street. Uh, all right, I'll just invite you back on. I'll continue reading. Um, so yeah, he praised housing vouchers, but Trump's budget proposal would cut six hundred million from the Section Eight programs, which include vouchers and project-based initiatives. He hit Miami, visited an apartment complex that include dozens of units for the homeless and low-income residents. A supportive housing group built the uh complex mostly with federal funding including 1.5 million from the home program that trump administration wants to cut the building wouldn't exist without homes said the president of the supportive housing organization and miami sees four million a year in development block grants which the city will say goodbye to if the trump budget passes he has to offer specifics on his plans for uh the agency but what he did say isn't reassuring the people who depend on affordable housing i will forget the numbers and think about the concept carson said in detroit the concept is we're going to have to take care of our people the parts of these programs that are functioning well that are maintaining people are going to be preserved he said vaguely in miami without giving details on how the programs will survive the massive cuts in the budget blueprint because you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you don't even know about half the programs that you're over he basically just trumping it come on say some some platitudes and that's it uh cnn trump is ending michelle obama's girl education program but i thought ivanka was gonna keep it in hand with it. Hmm. i believe that i believe that anything with them niggas names on it they trying to erase so you don't care enough about your children's health we don't well this one is let girls learn a different oh, program okay that's the, the other program okay yeah. about girls okay okay my well, bad both of them got chopped moving forward we will not continue to use the let girls learn brand or maintain a standalone program an email from peace corps acting director sheila crowley to employees reportedly reads trump administration gave the order to cease the program's operation immediately according to an internal document obtained by cnn aspects of let girls learn will continue through although the brand name of the program would no longer be used the obama started program in 2015 and aimed at increasing educational opportunities for young girls in developing countries let girls learn provided a platform to showcase peace corps strengths in the community development shining a bright light on the work of our volunteers all over the world we are so proud of what let girls learn accomplished that we all have you we have all of you to thank for their success uh, all right um oh elizabeth warren knocks obama and teases a 2020 bid uh, elizabeth warren which is a lot of the left's media darling a lot of socialists and bernie twitter really supported her until she uh endorsed him. uh hillary clinton mm-hmm. then they just read her for all the filth and now i think she's looking towards 2020 and thinking about you know 
what can she do to uh make sure that she's a front runner and part of that i think is to get your bonafides on the left right now is a great time to attack the obamas especially considering they were just on vacation hobnobbing with all these rich elite people taking all these pictures um you know so despite the fact that she's a millionaire um herself mm-hmm. uh she's playing this card where she says the former president and other politicians are out of touch with the lived experiences of most americans Mm-mm. that is what she's saying she was interviewed by the guardian while promoting her new book make sure you guys go buy the book okay the book is called buy my book capitalism is bad for everybody but me uh no it's called this fight is our fight amid heavy speculation about our plans for the 2020 presidential election speculation was only fanned over the weekend when president donald trump at a rally in pennsylvania suggested that warren would likely be his 2020 opponent speaking to the newspaper warren first looked back attempting to diagnose democrats failures in 2016 i think president obama like many others in both parties talks about a set of big national statistics that look shiny and great but increasingly have giant blind spots the gdp unemployment no longer reflect the lived experiences of most americans the lived experiences of most americans are that they are being left behind in this economy warren said worse than that being left behind they're being kicked in the teeth she's been increasingly critical of obama and members of her own party as democrats democrats have grasped for a path forward under trump's administration last week after it was reported obama never would that obama would deliver a paid speech reminiscent to the speaking engagements that undercut hillary clinton's 2016 presidential campaign yeah not the hacking or the misogyny and the racism uh the speeches uh warren said she was troubled by his decision in her interview with the guardian she also stepped into a debate over abortion as role to democratic role to democratic politics lately where the party should be more accepting of candidates who oppose abortion rights in the effort to become competitive in traditionally conservative areas another leading liberal voice senator bernie sanders has helped devi- drive this debate he campaigned for a mayoral candidate in nebraska who has who was supportive of policies restricting abortion and asked about it on by npr he said we got to appreciate where people come from you just can't exclude people who disagree with us on one issue if that issue was the economy you would come on you i mean didn't he just say somebody went he didn't know if somebody was progressive in the georgia runoff anyway um i'm not surprised he he's a one issue candidate but uh warren perhaps foreshadowing a fault line for democrats in 2020 told the guardian that she would probably not endorse a candidate who opposed abortion rights probably not let me be clear look i'm pro-choice i'm strongly pro-choice i've been in these fights forever and forever at at the federal level this is powerfully important to me and i get that not everyone democratic party agrees with me but i'm in this fight all the way she was also asked the reason she decided not to run in 2016 and she said her family hello clinton right ain't nobody crazy and it's one of those things where uh you got to have black support and she's lost a lot of she used to be everybody's phrase and now they're looking at her like every time she every time she say something everybody look like bitch well you know what it is it's also that thing where people just want an alternative to hillary clinton and mm-hmm. she she talked better uh in my opinion yes, uh, she did. um uh about race than hillary did partially because you know she wasn't running right so you can always um you know you can always pull that you know that shit um one of the things that's interesting about elizabeth warren is calling the obamas out of touch um 
while also being worth 15 million dollars is kind of a odd way to frame it you know what i mean like it's odd. like why are you in touch and he and they're not and th- and it leads to this bigger question this bigger concern that i have and the reason i think we're getting it eight years of trump um the war like between warren sanders and ellison they're all taking shots at obama right now because he's coming back off of vacation he stated his purpose his goal which is to find young left voices to lift up to be the leadership of the democratic party Mm -hmm. which means that he's leapfrogging a bunch of these motherfuckers uh that are eyeing 2020 um which in that case makes him the biggest threat to their power right now these are people that claim to be for the people and and it's all about that shit but at the end of the day if obama starts looking beyond the usual suspects for leadership he's a threat to their personal power you know these are people that going on you gotta buy tickets to see bernie you you know you gotta uh you know these motherfuckers are selling books these motherfuckers are interested in political runs for 2020 as well like this is not um the idea that they get to be altruistic and not politicians while somehow president barack obama who was the youngest president uh ever like ever is somehow this storied uh moneyed up uh politician that none of these other people are is ridiculous like if you're gonna be critical be critical of everybody don't just be critical of the one person be critical of everybody so it's interesting that a woman worth 15 million dollars is talking about how does she relate any more to what the average american's life is than than anyone else you know what i mean like it's just it's just it's i also question this strategy i'm i think it's interesting i'm not saying that it will fail or not we also have a very long way um to go before we um are really seeing who's running in 2020 there's also 2018 and it seems people aren't actually looking forward to Mm -hmm. um but it's going to be interesting because the gambit they're playing at is this we think we can usurp the party from basically the obamas you know i know michelle's not really a politician but she's she was an advocate for hillary clinton i people still remember her speech they still remember barack obama's speech they don't even remember hillary clinton's speeches Mm -mm. you know um uh so so anyway the point being i think what they're trying to do is get in front of this and be like fuck obama and then hope that they can ride that out i wonder if that's possible like i feel like you maybe on social media maybe in certain white spaces you may have a bit of a anti-obama element i think in general and especially with your main base which is black women and black people Um, it's a very difficult road to climb to then say we're gonna get all these black people to turn on obama oh that's 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 not happening in fact you make them mad when you because when you say we're separating ourselves from obama that's almost a, a death sentence in a lot in my opinion but people go oh you don't want to fuck with the obamas but i'm not fucking with you like like a lot yeah, of people are yeah. that simple with it that you know because, i saw people say that like you say niggas love obama i don't care what you say i don't care how mad you get i don't care if you like the nigga or not niggas gonna love obama forever dog it should be treated as a 
it should be treated as a constant in right my like rather than being like we're gonna make the case that will convince black people to not like them you need to treat it as like that's not gonna happen so what do we do besides that because th- clearly they haven't thought it out past that um and it's so short-sighted um the the other part of it that um is kind of worrying to me is even amongst those three people those are three different people that like ellison warren sanders i don't know that they necessarily are are gonna get through scot-free either mm-hmm. you know like there's a part there's a rabid part of the democratic party or the uber left that might not even be democrats that really do push them but i just don't know what what the numbers look like um so it's just more of an interesting gambit in my opinion to try. i just can't i can't see it working but maybe i'm wrong you know maybe people are ready to flip on the obamas but i just i can't for the life of me mm-hmm see how that's gonna happen not not a three percent of black women that, that, that right is, like that 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 is not going to happen and there are a lot of white people that love obama too and they're like hey doll you 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 cannot go against this person like no i'm not here for it either especially when obama didn't come back and say anything fucked up about them it just feels i don't know feels oddly timed right and 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 my thing too is like he could actually talking about bernie sanders doing too he can actually tour across this country and the shit will still get sold out right yeah that's the thing he's still more popular than y'all he could run for a third term and And easily win i will vote for his ass again like that's what i understand like it's politically just i'm no emotions because i know the kind of people that like they just hear no matter what black people say no matter how nuanced it is no matter how knowledgeable it is all they hear is you better not talk about my obama and i'm not even saying that i'm literally saying what is the strategy beyond this not to mention the unifying message of being against trump to me was working you were getting people that were marching in the streets you were getting people that were uh you know going to the airport on a whim that was the message that was working but for some reason it's this feels very counterintuitive to me because like the message of i'm the obamas are oh barack obama is basically a bad guy he's the enemy and i'm the real chosen pure progressive john snow of the north and shit that shit is uh i just can't see it having the same reach and me and you talked about it and i think that this is why i think i i i think that trump is going to win again they're going to run against everything that Hillary Clinton did. Hillary Clinton went out of her way to reach black people. I guarantee you, next time it's time for election, they will not cater towards black people. You will not see them going out their way. They're not going to give a fuck about Black Lives Matters. They're not going to give a fuck about the next time somebody dies. They're going to go in the complete opposite direction because she lost. And this is the beginning of them doing that separation. Right. I'm just saying, dog. I i don't see it and this feels like this is how you get eight years right i think they really think because bernie got closer than any other socialist type you know third party has gotten that somehow that's a sign that we were that close but i don't understand how that doesn't feel like it was reset the same way that all this other shit got reset but like i said i could be wrong i would be happy to be fucking wrong to be honest like 
i don't want to see the country turn on the obamas any more than the next black person to be honest but if y'all think that's the path to the left winning and and pushing this socialist agenda and forcing this shit to happen i mean i guess i'll believe it when it happens you know uh all right let's get into the lighter white people news there's more that's your man shit but i don't feel like talking about it um the absurd the absurd pitch deck fire festival uh organizers presented to investors to get 25 million dollars for disastrous bahamas island event which they build as the cultural experience of a of the decade that's a lot of money 25 million for a ham and cheese sandwich <laughs> it was leaked on tuesday it boldly builds the event as a cultural experience of the decade and whimsically promises to go beyond the beauty of a beach to provide a life-changing moment for attendees the 14-page pitch was peddled to investors earlier in the year in the hope of raising 25 million dollars to pay for the ill-fated music event i didn't get sued it's not clear well they're getting sued for 100 million we covered that yesterday okay. it's not clear exactly how much capital uh founder billy mcfarland and ja rule were able to raise with it um i love how they always keep throwing ja rule in there but it's always like founder billy mcfarland but they don't say founder ja, ja rule mm-hmm. like i hope his name just wasn't been- on the billing and then he getting stuck with the whole scam right he may have been an investor like everybody else right or just a name on the flyer you know right uh the deck was leaked to vanity fair vanity fair and lighted a hard show from last week's festival launch um hundreds of pampered ticket holders who pay at least twelve hundred dollars to attend arrived at fire k uh the barren exuma island where the event was to be held to find an unfinished campsite dangerously low supply of water and <laughs> i forgot i didn't even know about the water and scarce staffing they were stranded without money or shelter and the entire event was canceled organizers are now being sued for a hundred million dollars in a class action lawsuit launched by one particular disgruntled californian guest in their pitch deck mcfarlane and rule <laughs> is his last name rule anyway boasted about the it girls who paid to promote the event they labeled them fire starters uh y'all better get y'all coins get, get in on this uh fellas if y'all listening <laughs> bar tone okay they try to they try they try to get that cake come on y'all might want to put this hey you never know do a cease and desist put a little something on, just put a little something in see if you can get something uh, they posted photo, uh, photographs from their Instagram pages to demonstrate their far-reaching social media status. The staff who festival goers said were nowhere to be found when they when the going got tough in the Bahamas last weekend were labeled members of the Fire Squad. Glossy photographs of bikini-clad models and crystal clear waters were included in the document along with vaguely priced place co-ops from the Peruvian poet Rumi. Uh, seek those who light your flames is one another reads come seek for searching is the foundation of fortune this was such bullshit they should make an hbo series about this fuck fest and, and i even heard that they actually had like an account a twitter account and it was telling people that this wasn't real and people ignored it like like people mm. were going online and was like y'all know this ain't real we i'm telling y'all this ain't real like in advance i guess some wow. people already knew and it's just so many people ignored it and went out there anyway just a scam mm-hmm. yeah people yeah yeah they said it was like one 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 lonely account that was like hey this ain't real y'all don't y'all take y'all asses out there 
one description of the festival presented by the organizers themselves wasn't even a description the actual experience exceeds all expectations is something that's hard to put to words it will ignite that type of energy that type of power in our guest it said it revealed that organizers had planned to hold five of the events over several years and that each one would be inspired by one of the elements of the earth this year's was to be inspired by water why is it called a fire whose idea is this when when it's fire you're gonna put in the volcano what's happening here and why y'all ain't have enough water if it was inspired by water in the pitch organizers told told how local government officials in the bahamas gave them fire k in exchange for bringing tourism to the area uh the bahamian tourism board was has apologized since last week's disastrous launch since the disastrous festival last thursday mcfarland and rule have promised to refund every t- festival goers ticket mcfarland a 25 year old tech entrepreneur who previously came under fire for the problematic launch of the magnesis credit card so this sound like some shit he's done before said it was the worst day of his life spending all y'all's money the i the it girls were roped in a end to promote the event boycotted it quietly bella hadid sunned herself in miami later telling instagram fans she felt so badly that they've been left stranded kendall jenner who has deleted the instagram post she shared in december to plug the event has not commented on the debacle but just give her a pepsi okay she'd be all right but uh yeah she snatched her she she snatched her blonde wig off and said that's not me who is that woman it ain't me not her black johnny depp is fed lines through an earpiece so he doesn't have to learn them according to a lawsuit by former managers who also claim the the star has a spending disorder <laughs> what's a spending disorder spend too much money spend, mm-hmm. spend your money you, yeah that's it a lawsuit filed against actor johnny depp has claimed he employs a sound engineer who feeds him his lines through an earpiece so he doesn't have to learn them the claims have been made in a counter lawsuit by the management group tmg who the oscar-winning actor filed a 25 million dollar lawsuit against in april accusing them of mismanaging his finances and he fired him in march 2016 suda says depp insisted insisted that his sound engineer be kept on a yearly retainer so that he no longer has to memorize his lines i believe that i believe that the papers filed in los angeles superior court in california on, on monday uh also say the company wants to start to be examined for compulsive spending disorder the illness first diagnosed in the early 20th century manifests urge to spend even to the point of adverse effects depth's flagrant bragging about his senseless extreme spending to the wall street journal is further evidence of his psychological issues the lawsuit said it appears that depth may suffer from a compulsive spending disorder which will be proven in this action through a mental examination depth told the wall street journal last month if i want to buy fifteen thousand cotton balls a day it's my thing wow they really took that quote and was like see we ain't steal his money tmg says that by the time he fired in march 2nd 2016 Depp was racking up bills for two million dollars a month uh, far Woo! far more than his income could maintain he would spend his money on everything other than the timely payment of his taxes the company Catalina remarked that included three thirty thousand dollars a month on wines from around the world wine is not an investment if you drink it as soon as you buy it tmg said he also had a clutch of expensive properties from around the globe including the chain of caribbean islands a horse farm in kentucky and 14 residents in the south of france 14 he spent five million dollars on a cannon to shoot the ashes of his friend the journalist hunter s thompson into the scottish funeral it emerged last month jesus and they be mad at black people they be like these nfl players as soon as you give them some money we're not shooting the ashes of people into the motherfucking 
earth just for five minutes for five million dollars that's like, crazy like like a, a world war ii cannon mm-hmm. ah! really, he really thought he was captain jack sparrow come on uh the suit also claimed and now you see why Disney was like that's why we just put your face on on the commercials the suit also claims depp insisted that sound engineer be kept on a yearly retainer so he no longer has to memorize his lines now it claims the sound engineer feeds him his lines during the shooting the firm also says it lent him five out five million to repair one of his homes and avoid poor publicity but that he still hasn't paid him back the suit demands declaratory relief and a breach of oral contract, breach of implied contract, breach of written contract, and promissory fraud. Def has made more than $650 million over the course of his career. An unnamed source told Wall Street Journal, Forbes ranked him the Hollywood's most overpaid actor in 2015 and 2016. In 2016, based on his last three star roles, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Black Mass, and Mordecai, his movies pulled $2.8 million at the box office for every, oh, $2.8 at the box office for every $1 spent on him damn johnny mm-hmm. his last three movies have been flops mm-hmm. hope amber heard get her money first because yeah, you better hope you better hope what is it the pirate of the caribbean's uh is flames dog ryan seacrest is tapped as the live with kelly ho- co-host Dude, that's uh, that man keep a job that man will never be jobless him chris hardwick and kevin hart were responsible for 75 percent of all joke job growth under obama that's one of the reasons that obama was out of touch with the average american because he thought jobs were growing but it was just kevin hart ryan seacrest and kevin uh, uh chris hardwick taking all the jobs they were getting all the jobs yep uh but yeah he gonna get he gonna be uh gonna be the co-host i'm happy for him too yeah i can see that happening mm-hmm. he's he one of those dudes perfectly he's one of those dudes i just ain't never heard nothing bad about but right. maybe it's out there and I'm i just so- never heard it Mm-mm all i know is every time i look up he got another job he got another job he co-produced this show he co-produced that show he's starring that that's all i ever hear from his camp is he got another job like how you work that much and nobody ever's like ryan seacrest tried to grab my pussy once or something you know just ryan seacrest out here sexting dudes I, like no something snapchat no i mean it is crickets in the street for this dude yeah and shit he probably never sleeps that's why i just can't i don't know dog i think he got a robot of himself that i mean goddamn i mean you you got like a thousand jobs dog i i, I don't know man i, I want to like that dude and i have i know nothing about him and that's why he keeps getting these jobs he, he lives like a blank slate like he really is side. he just shows up and i feel like he would say my man to me and i'll be like yep i could tell he don't say the n-word right he, he, he clean cut uh amy schumer wants to be a mom talked about possibly starting a family with her beau of over one year ben hennish um the 35 year old jacked about it joked about her status in an interview with her snatch co-star goldie hahn on the moms a website hosted by denise, denise albert and melissa musson gerstein on monday amy admitted that although her uterus remains empty for now she'd like to have kids of her own someday for her i worked very hard to not be a mom she joked but i'm 35 i'm sick of thinking to myself you know it's just like enough amy who cares and she was direct when melissa asked if she wanted to be a parent replying yeah no news on what amy's beau ben hanish thinks about this the train wreck actress and the furniture designer have been dating for 18 months when in style recently asked if she liked most about him she joked his penis before adding i can see he was kind in a real way some guys they could put up a kind front and then you find out they're sexual deviants but he's not god bless him he's cute he's kind she explained uh 
snatch is due in theaters may 12th i'm sure you guys will all be seeing it mm-hmm. yeah, except karen no, I don't all right uh still acting tom cruise 53 shares a passionate kiss with vanessa kirby 26 as they film mission impossible 6 in paris amid dating rumors you heard me right 53 26 someone says she's two years older than his oldest daughter or something wow that makes sense uh i just like this is why this dude's such a great actor kissing that woman right in front of everybody good job buddy Mm -hmm. uh i can't wait for it to come out mission impossible six what five six okay uh so yeah he was kissing her and shit um in front of everybody i don't know if it was for the uh oh it was for it was for the movie but that's his real girlfriend what the fuck i don't know i swear these motherfuckers i guess she passed the test the the, the datology <laughs> i guess she passed, mm, she passed. I, I don't know i don't know what the standards is she passed them tests dog good luck good luck lovebirds good luck baby um we'll see what happens when the contract runs out come on um let's see oh a southern charm star is getting his own show on bravo and is on the hunt for love oh shit now mm-hmm y'all know what how he do um bravo finally announced the news that shep rose of hilton head island and southern charm is getting his own show the new show called uh relationship because his name is Shep, guys. You sure, you sure uh, Mona ain't sponsoring these shows, too? It will feature Shep traveling the country in search of true love and committed relationships. Uh, this should make this Southern Charm co-star Cameron Eubanks very happy because she is awfully worried about Shep ending up alone with no shoelaces, just like Thomas Ravenel on last week's Charm episode. <laughs> I was convinced Cameron, Cameron and Shep would end up together one day, but Cameron just announced she's having a baby with her medical hero husband. Uh, she so there goes my idea for the spinoff uh, Cameron and Shep I told you so and I doubt anyone will ever watch Cameron and Shep exactly uh, what they've been saying they are uh, Shep isn't the only lovable cat to get his own Bravo spinoff Jax Taylor the Vanderpump Rules who makes the occasional cameo on Shep's Instagram will star in Jax and Brittany Take Kentucky what the hell is this music coming from anyway good for you buddy good for shep gotta keep up with them with with my southern charm people make up free katie home wears mom jeans for a casual stroll with a male pal in new york okay she free at last y'all i'll come see pictures sure this is what uh tom cruise's new woman has to look forward to in six to ten years when the contract is up oh yeah when that contract is up, you're going to get to be in mom jeans, walking around with male friends for the first time. Makeup free. <clears throat> she made a glamorous statement the night before at Chanel, a Chanel dinner and a semi-sheer lace trousers, but Katie Holmes gave the couture, I guess I've announced a couture, a break as she stepped out in baggy jeans on a Tuesday uh, in New York. The 38-year-old was spotted on the casual stroll with a friend while wisely letting her skin breathe by going makeup free. 
<laughs> that feels like shade she wisely finally let her let skin read it was getting terrible right that's what you're saying it was fucked up the star wore a knit sweater and sunglasses she plotted along in her favorite pair of white converse high tops her role as jackie o on the limited real series the kennedys after camelot is generating buzz that katie could be the first actress to win an emmy for playing a former first lady um gold derby uh speculates the home's revival of her 2011 uh role could score her nomination at the 2017 emmys kim kardashian gave the actress a ray review for her portrayal as john f kennedy's widow this show kennedy's after camelot is really so good i love reels katie holmes is perfect jackie o hashtag ad no i'm just kidding uh Ah! (laughs) hashtag sponsored uh katie responded Mm -hmm. the next day tweeting thank you so much so glad you are enjoying recently rumors have swirled that katie and jamie fox may go public with their secret relationship of four years however gossip cop reports that there are no plans for the two to come out as a couple katie and jamie have gone through great lengths not to be spied together but to few eagle eye fans we've caught them on dates over the years damn he's, he's chopping down her um her uh recluse cakes lipstick mm-hmm. alibi everywhere apparently to smithereens uh megan kelly uh first guest for her nbc sunday night show is rumored to be vladimir putin what keep her vlad just keep her we don't want her back like what are the rules can you just kidnap her and keep her over there in russia forever uh yep she will start working at nbc news next month has been reported a network insider told the new york post page six that kelly will start work in may and that her sunday night show will premiere in june the former fox news anchor was expected to start work in july when her non-compete clause expired but fox released her from her contract early two weeks ago earlier this month nbc news chairman andy lack flew to russia to meet with vladimir spokesman uh vladimir putin spokesman sparking rumors that the russian program pro- president could be kelly's first interview mm. we'll see um let's see what else happened um am i gonna am i the only one that think that motherfucker dangerous and everybody just say like act like that shit cool like mm-hmm. i'm like that motherfucker's dangerous they're doing all types of shit over here undercover and nobody wants to investigate nobody wants to find out why i guess not bill o'reilly is seen for the first time since his 25 million dollar firing by fox news oh what a great way to be fired Mm, he's just fine 25 million dollars for your freaky ass um i'll be just fine you pay me that out the door he was wearing sweatpants and slippers before going shoe shopping uh he out he he, uh was pictured exclusively by the dailymail.com at his long island home a weary looking o'reilly was wearing a pullover sweatpants and slippers as he left the house later he was pictured shoe shopping uh at eric comfort shoes with his son spencer this time o'reilly had changed to be a little less casual wearing white tennis shoes jeans and a windbreaker with his alma mater maris college i know they like take that shit off you know it after purchasing a pair of shoes the two headed back to o'reilly's cadillac ct uh ct6 and drove off o'reilly has not been uh doesn't say what since wednesday i guess seen since wednesday when he was photographed looking upbeat and happy shaking 
happily shaking the hand of pope francis at the vatican hours later he was officially out in an accident ordered by rupert murdoch as pressure from advertisers and murdoch's own children james and lachlan uh mounted so he's hanging out with his kid and all that time he was harassing the women this nigga had a whole ass family come on i didn't even know about yeah he's still rich as fuck i mean he will be i guess buddy just fine you better strike off and start his own network. He'd be fine. Yeah, I think he got a podcast now. Mm-hmm. So. You're probably, you're probably number one, the close number one on iTunes? Probably. Knowing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Is there any more white people news that I care about? Um, <clears throat> I did the Tom Cruise news. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll leave it at that for now okay all right let's go into sore ratchetness man and we're gonna get up out of here mm-hmm. um go watch the flash A transient woman was banned from town after a sword attack a main woman accused of attacking her ex-boyfriend with a sword has been banned from the town a judge ruled this week that 25 year old christina mccarthy has to leave brewer but she may return once she wants to get her belongings wait i think i've seen this oh wait we covered this okay yeah she attacked him in like a bar or some shit too something like that anyway let's go to the next one um there's so many of them all right let's pick another one a florida man is on trial for allegedly killing a man with a sword over gumbo seasoning black (laughs) attorneys open their arguments tuesday in the trial of a man accused of stabbing another man in an argument over behind the seafood market orlando ricardo thompson 27 yes guess the race black gumbo seasoning (laughs) yes <laughs> it's accused of stabbing 33 year old caleb joshua haley in june 2015 after argument over how much season to put in a batch of gumbo yeah like you put too much season in this goddamn gumbo boy last time i break my blood pressure go up you want to miss me boy quit doing that fucking spice Shing. you know that's how that that's how that conversation went according to i had enough, I had enough of you yeah damn it i done told you i last somebody had to get my foot amputated boy i done told you cut down that goddamn saw that's why i make the gumbo boy you come in here all the time tell him what to do because mold and push me out of the way i'm tired of that shit Shing. that's what that happened that old man was fed up with that with his ass according to no <laughs> oh man i had enough for him making it too spicy <laughs> that's exactly how that going. <laughs> that's exactly how that was. He was unprepared. He, uh, he was like, "Hey, Grandpa, Grandpa, my ass, nigga, I done told you to quit doing that shit." See, this why I had to divorce your mama for the same shit. This why I'm by myself and alone. Your mama used to do the same shit. I had to put out the sword on her. Now I'm had to cut your ass up too. <laughs> what do you have a sword for? Uh, according to Northwest Florida Daily News, He's fucking everybody up. <laughs> Thompson stabbed Haley with a decorative sword. He claimed self-defense. <laughs> He's like, those spices was offensive. Yeah, it was offensive. It was self-defense. I had to protect my taste buds. Yeah. 
saying Haley became aggressive over the gumbo recipe and attacked him. Haley died two days after the- he killed him. <laughs> what? <laughs> he killed him. Jesus. Uh, he, he died two days after the fight at one time. Haley had betrayed Florida State University mascot Chief Osceola. So wait, they had a black man being the Indian dude for the for the <laughs> Florida State? What? <laughs> what the fuck? That can't be right. What kind of racist extra. It's like an extra level of racism. Listen, no self-respecting Native American would be a part of this. So we went out and found a black dude. Oh no. <laughs> god damn he is black <laughs> yeah how is this nigga the chief yeah what what the fuck is going on with the world he look i'm gonna put it i gotta put a picture up y'all y'all have to see this picture he is black as fuck like there there's no way people like he's one like he's not even black where you could be like i got that good hair i got some some cherokee in me like he just a regular ass nigga this dude was putting on face paint and pretending to be the chief dog <laughs> this ain't racist and we gotta stop all the native american mascots man it's right. it, it, they it, have no respect it, it, for the actual offensive. people they portray it's very offensive you see is it showing up yet I see, we see the black dude yeah that's him what how is he the chief he still got his line from his do-rag on man are you serious <laughs> are you fucking this is this is uh, this is terrible this is horrible do they have a picture of him in the chief get up because uh, now i'm like what the fuck how is this ever okay bro that's sad man mm. <laughs> a waste of good gumbo right or bad gumbo i guess if you ask him what do i know yeah what do i know i don't know that old man was mad he really took that mascot shit too far killing motherfuckers and with a with a sword, he didn't even stay on, you know, stay. You gotta stay on your on your target, man. You gonna kill somebody? You gotta kill them with like a hatchet or whatever. What what racist shit do we say? Native Americans kill people with hatchets? I don't even know. We we so racist. Bows and arrows. Yeah, you gotta kill them with bow and arrow or some shit. <laughs> yeah, they hatchets too. That's when you watch the movie. That's what the movie showed me. Stay within the racist uh theme. No, you gotta scalp this nigga according to racism. I'm sorry. What the hell's wrong with them? Yeah, here trying to. You already took their jobs, like literally. There's tomahawk. One, that's right, it's tomahawk. It's one job in Florida that's really like, listen, only a Native American can do this job and not be offensive. And they was like, give it to a nigga, it's fine. <sighs> All right, that's enough. We'll talk to you guys <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll probably play some guest to race tomorrow and stuff. So, Yay. we'll see y'all tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>